what did I think about this week book club started when I made the commitment to start carving out more time in the day for myself. As women, as moms, as partners, as bosses, we tend to give out so much of ourselves without taking the time to replenish. I realized that there was an opportunity to create a space to encourage women to do just that. So here we're going to pick novels, get lost in its pages, then get together to share our perspectives. My name is Janine, host of What Did I Think About This Week podcast, and this is The Book Club. All right. So, welcome, welcome. Week three of The Book Club, the What I Think About This Week book club series, where we are discussing The Vanishing Half with Britt Bennett. And I'm joined here with every week, uh attendee <laughs> celeste <laughs> if it's one thing about celeste she gonna pull up for this book club <laughs> yes yes love discussing a book it's like my favorite thing <laughs> so good all right so i'll like let's just get right into it um stella can catch these hands and yeah i'm just really trying to make it make sense like i feel like the writer where britman is doing an excellent job at making it make sense i just don't want to make it make sense it's like a it's like a stark contrast from her sister. Like yeah. her sister was like, oh, I gotta go back home. Like I gotta be with my mom. And Stella was just like, nah, I'm done with that life. Deuces, <laughs> I'm cutting all ties. You're never gonna see me again. I'm done. I'm done with this life. I was like amazed, like how good she was at like lying, how no one noticed. And even when she finally like made a black friend, she still just like, oh, that shit was wild. That like fucked me up like Desiree was just at home like sad and like dang where my sister at where my sister (laughs) but I thought um good morning Valicia hey hi Hi, Valicia hey how you doing (laughs) you 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 joined just in time to give us how you would like to settle things with Stella would you like it to be a fist fight would you like a sword (laughs) Like, how do you want to handle it? You know, I like to talk things out, honey. <laughs> I ain't no one to fight on nobody. <laughs> I know that's very <laughs> But no, I thought it was very interesting at how um, they had that moment in the book where, uh, where Stella kind of gives us how she would go to work and like become this other person. And then when yes. she's off of work, she would need to come back down to being Stella again. Mm-hmm. And never talked to Desiree about her life as a white person because she had to keep it separate. She was compartmentalizing these different lives is what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> she, like, she did a good job. And at the same time, like it's unbelievable for her to like get the treatment that she did as a white woman and have like a black woman. Like, and she said yes. how did you okay so um where it was just a done deal for me is when they were at the HOA meeting and the town is in panic because a black family has put put in Mm -hmm. for the house everybody's against it Stella stands her black ass up and goes enough is enough (laughs) I was like the audacity exactly like the, it, whole it, it, the whole audacity, like 
It's like it's part of her facade. Like she is a white woman at the part. Like it was like she can't handle. I can't handle black people coming into my neighborhood and they gonna find out I'm black. I can't have this. Like that was probably her real motivation for doing it. But like oh for sure mm-hmm. for sure because when she gave the flashback of, of of when she first passed for white when she was a kid at the museum she went on the mm-hmm. white folks day and even though she was passing for everybody else the black security guard was like sis I'm yeah i'm not gonna say nothing but i see you so her keeping everybody out was like i can't get exposed mm-hmm. <laughs> so no more black folks i'm the only one allowed Yep, and that had to be it because you know they spoke on how well you know the author spoke on how she was always so quiet. So it had to be something that triggered her to just be like, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so luck. Their husband was like, Oh, I ain't never seen her. He was so taken aback, like, oh, she is so exotic. What is that? Negro, honey. That is what that is. <laughs> Negro. <laughs> She's so exotic. It's just something about her. <laughs> oh my God, I'm dead. <laughs> um, so funny how she got up and was like, enough is enough. And, and she tried to keep this okay. um, Black family out. But they end up moving in anyway across the street. And talk to me about reading the part where she goes out and she snatches up her daughter. And then when her daughter asks her why, she says because we don't play with niggers. Talk, talk to me about your thought process. I was like, I knew she was gonna do it. Like, cause when she had stood up in the meeting, that it. like said, oh, she on this type of shit. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know she was gonna, well, I didn't know she was gonna say nigger, but like, I wasn't surprised that Hard she- Hard ER. Yeah, so I was like, oh, she, she went there. And I was like, this is how she's gonna write everything. I was like, I, I, I lost a lot of respect moment i was like dang yeah this is the- yeah and i was just like she really thinks she white like this lady really thinks she is white it's yeah. so crazy because she's because she's uh because she's just being an exaggerated version of the white people that she encountered mm-hmm. growing up and it's like you're landing on a little thick you know what i mean it's it especially when she says that her husband was more so on the side of i just want everybody to be cool like he he wasn't one of the bigoted white people at that time so for that to be your husband your 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 life partner and you're still trying to lay it on a little thick is wild to me yeah that was and to bring her daughter into and to not allow her daughter to play with that black girl mm-hmm. even though she her, as a child was playing was like because it was everybody was light skin but still like what the f- like what else is on there but um let's see here okay do you think that her neighbor Loretta actually knows that she's black or do you think that she just thinks that she's this odd little white woman who's like trying to trying to have some fun I don't know she don't know because don't know. <laughs> a black woman called her out like yeah. she would have been mm-hmm. to get right. the she definitely called out everything else <laughs> right she didn't know 
That are either her friends. That are either her friends would have said something when she came, yeah. you know, came right. over that day to fill in in, in the little card game. Some would have been said because they didn't hold their tongue about everything else. <laughs> That's a right. Fact. And I appreciate that because when um, Stella had took the um, cake over there, she was saying, oh, like, I, I really hoped that that she would have stopped me and saved me the embarrassment of actually, like, replaying what actually happened. And she was like, no, you're, you are going to get out this full apology. Now that was funny. She was just, she was just like, mm-hmm. and what else? And what, and what happened? Else? You pulled up your daughter from the driveway? Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. She was like, I would have never thought that a white woman would have brought me over the the uh, the, uh, the most lopsidedest cake I've ever seen. Loretta was something else, bro. I really liked her as a friend. And I think she like she liked being accepted by a white woman. And she liked the fact that that white woman wanted to be in her life. Yeah. And so... Cause, you know she's a black woman she's probably not experienced like that type of treatment from a white person and so i feel like that's the main reason why she like really let her, her you know be allowed her to be in her life and be friends with her yeah so i think we talked about this for i think um the author does a really good job of like letting us know everything we need to know about a character without dragging it on for several mm-hmm. pages because even in her kind of jumping around, you got a understanding of the type of person that that um, that uh, Loretta was, because because um, she was in school for was it to be a lawyer or to be a doctor? I think it was a lawyer. A lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, just just her mindset of like you know they're not gonna like me anyway. I would much rather them not like me inside of my big pretty house with mm-hmm. all of my nice things like y'all are gonna have something to say regardless exactly oh, what's it filed for oh i'm reading that part right now why she went to school oh yeah as a lawyer yeah i forget that- and then you know the fact that she kind of put her career to the side to um, follow her husband's dream of acting mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's like her. Her and uh, Stella had a lot in common as far as yeah, like, I was about to say how they ended up there and having they both have daughters and mm-hmm. they live that 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 rich life. So I <laughs> met on a lot of. We're kind levels. of backtracking a little bit, but wasn't it dope when um, Jude was hosting this party and she's fixing the the um, daughter drinks, and then long and behold. Here comes mm-hmm. her auntie, and she's mm-hmm. her cousin. What a mind! <laughs> <laughs> uh, like at first, at first, I didn't know because uh, Jude was like talking about her eyes, how her eyes. Yeah, like, the, that's, what th- that's what that's what gave it and away. The eyes, yep. and I, was like, I put two and two together. I was like, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I, even I think the wording of it all at the end of chapter was it the last chapter we had to read last week chapter five it kind of yeah. I'm like why the hell shit falling down like I didn't even it really didn't even struck me to think that oh that was her aunt walking through the door until the whole dark blue almost violet eyes or something yeah. came up for the second yep. time and I'm like oh hell <laughs> <laughs> <Here> <laughs> <come> <laughs> <into> the ass. <laughs> 
I'm so excited to see what that interaction is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is she going to come? I'm like, so I know you're my auntie because you look exactly like my mom. You can't lie to me. Or if she's going to allow her to kind of play her role as a white woman, like, is she going to be exposed at this set party? Because I feel like so much is happening so fast, but it doesn't feel rushed. Like, I feel like it's yeah. a piece of like suspense and the story getting to it. Yeah, they do a good, she does a good job at spacing everything out and like timing every like little part mm-hmm. perfectly. I enjoy that about this book. Like, it's perfect. needs <laughs> to come up and it's like, yes, I love this. <laughs> Do y'all, how do y'all, how do y'all appreciate Jude being, being a down ass bitch? <laughs> Cause she's like working these extra jobs to help get Reese's surgery. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. She's so, she really is. And like, you can tell she like really loves Reese and, yeah. and like wants to be happy and like, you know, comfortable in his body and stuff like that. So she's an amazing girlfriend, an amazing daughter, like just a good person, even though she's gone so much, like. <laughs> She's such a good person. Yeah. Have have you or could you all identify with the dynamic between Jude, Jude and Reese to where it was like Reese wanted like the full version of Jude and like she wanted her to be comfortable or he wanted her to be comfortable, but then it couldn't really be reciprocated because Reese was limited to what he was offering himself when it came mm-hmm. to him and Jude's relationship. Um, I understand it. I wouldn't want it for myself um, because like, I understand where she was coming from because she was coming from a place of like love. Like they kind of, you know, built their, their relationship based on like friendship at first. And then it like, you know, grew into love. So once you like love somebody, you're going to like, you know, take your, be able to take your time with them and let them, you know, come into who they really are over time. But like, if love wasn't involved, I, I really wouldn't, I would want that reciprocity. Like, I need you to also be showing yourself to me fully. So, I don't know. I understand why she did, though, why she was able to love him despite the fact that he wasn't ready. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't want that. I, my patience isn't there, and I feel like I want to <laughs> uh, Everybody's talking about equal right i've got to do 50 50 let's meet halfway here but yeah yeah (laughs) intense um what else happened y'all i feel like i just found out a little bit more about reese's past too about oh yeah his his um sister's friend right that too and i guess a little bit fast forward when um, he was sleeping with these. Well, not sleeping, but you know, he was like prostituting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before he met, before he met, um, what's his name? Barry. Yeah, before yeah. he met um, Barry. Good point. Like, oh, like, it's common in Cali, but like, oh, imagine like giving people head and like mm-hmm. giving people head. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I just, kind of like, to stay. <laughs> and I just think like that just like shows like the severity of Reese feeling like he could just not be at home anymore to be like, I would much rather yeah. go to LA and do what I got to do for a couple dollars versus going home and having a roof over my head. Like I would just much rather right. figure it out. And it also brought it was- light to the fact that, um, 
a lot of the men got angry when they found him out or whatever, found that he was ripped, you know, a woman. I was like, oh my goodness. (laughs) Mm, mm, Right, mm. that's another thing too, like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't say anything other than what you just said, but I agree, wow. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Reverse, not reverse like transphobia, but like reverse homophobia or so, i don't know what I, <laughs> that's what i was trying to figure right. out like what is this i wanted a little bitter <laughs> but um my whole thing was that is that hi oh y'all would think that technically the men should have been the happiest that they could have been um considering for what you got or what you wanted to get and the fact that you really got a woman i just feel like you really shouldn't feel no type of way Exactly. Either way, they was mad. So, <laughs> they was big, big mad. mad. That's big mad. But I do, in regards to their relationship, because I've been listening to y'all, I love just the comfort that they have. Mm-hmm. I love the the actual just. I don't know. It's it's a judgment free zone. I feel like that's that's the only character that can, or the only two characters where relationship really is not judged. So, that's it. No, that makes sense to me for sure. Mm-hmm. And it was like that from the bat. Like as soon as she met him, as soon as she found out that uh, he was born a woman, like yeah. she immediately accepted him. Yeah. Didn't even care. Exactly, so. and I felt like everybody else's character so far had to deal with being able to accept themselves, and they really just accepted each other, and that yeah. was just off rip. And that's the first time where I could just see that dynamic of like, okay. Y'all really don't have that that weight or that stress that the other characters do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trying to pretend to be somebody else, like this is who I am, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, what chapters are we discussing? Are we discussing chapter seven as well? Yes. Okay. So I can see. My, I'm using my phone. Shoot, I'm trying to see. Like, <laughs> was was this the set of chapters where um you got the backstory of how Stella was always the quiet one, and that's why their boss was like pushing up on her and touching her and in in um, entry closet versus yeah, right? I think it was. I think so, and that was interesting. The the fact that she like because she like genuinely liked Blake you could tell mm-hmm. and he was like and he you could tell that he has like a good heart yeah um, he's like a good guy at heart and the way like he treated her um how he took her on dates and like you know really like doted on her on her once and stuff I thought that was pretty pretty dope for a white man in that time like that's pretty top tier and I guess that brings you. I guess that brings you kind of to the question: how How would you think he would respond if he was to find out that she was black? I think he would be more mad at the fact of like you've you've been lying to me this whole time versus the fact that she's black. Like he would be more upset at the deception of her pretending to be somebody that she's not versus him focusing so much on the fact that she's not white. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, I agree with that. that. <laughs> yeah it's like it's not about people i don't know people i'm stuck it's not dumb to lie about that because in that time probably like safer but um 
Okay. I don't know, like after a while, like maybe after we get married and we've had a child, like I would have like tried to own up to, cause like carrying that lie for so long had to be like mentally taxing on her. And she did it for so long. <laughs> like so mine be all, all here. I couldn't keep up with my lies. Oh, I said I went here when I was okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Here's the truth. <laughs> I would have outed I myself. Even, how does she? I know because I know her hair would like curl up in the water. Yeah, yeah. Was, but like, there are like, white people that 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 have curly hair. That's true. That's true. She could have just been like, I'm Italian. I'm Italian. And uh, I'm Italian, you know, and this is more of like a loose wave, like define a curl. <laughs> define a curl. <laughs> I'm dead. That's crazy. She pulled it off and I, I got to commend her, like, for her, like, really living this life and not going back. But at the same time, like, I don't respect Stella at all. <laughs> uh-uh. I don't know. I feel like a part of me wants to empathize because like at this point it's about survival or or what she feels like survival looks like um and maybe trying to find a level of comfort or acceptance that she didn't feel growing up or whatever but at the same time the way that I'm made up in my molecules I just couldn't do it <laughs> too much you guys watch Lovecraft Country I started watching it again last night Yes, the character Ruby and her, um, the way she enjoyed being white sometimes and mm-hmm. like escaped her own life. That I kind of like draw drew parallels to that with her and Stella because yeah. they kind of had the same mindset. Well, Stella was more, you know, in there. Like she had the, but you know, Ruby also was like, oh, I get to be white and like have sex with white men in this and, white body. Like, and white women. Cause like, remember when it like transitioned and like the- yes. Um, potions yeah. wore off and it was just the two girls I was like oh okay so we freaky freaky let's do it they were having sex and they had orgasms while their bodies were like changing back I was like what the fuck I was is like, shit. I was like this is crazy <laughs> yeah but yeah okay. um yeah I think we covered a lot all that I had up until chapter nine here come Rhea at the end <laughs> Hi, Ria. Hey, what's up? What's happening in? Hello. Oh my God, I completely lost track of time and I just looked and it's 11 30. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we, we just pretty much covered <laughs> everything. Do you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what 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 has been your um your acceptance of these past three chapters well first of all i feel like stella should have known better than to say that that black man looked at her in her eyes and he didn't she could have very well got him killed i don't mm. know why she would do that knowing that you know coming from being black like why would you do that that to me what like, happened to her father exactly and then immediately after that um he um he started getting bricks i mean i'm not saying that the bricks were her fault because they in the book she said that it was somebody else that you know but still that could have been because she said that little Mm -hmm. fact i mean that little lie um what else i also wanted to put in the group chat like because i can't imagine 
uh, a black girl, like for me, it was hard to imagine. Like my mom is light skinned with green eyes, but she still looks black. Like Janine, you're mixed, but you still look black. It just was hard <laughs> for me to imagine like a black lady that's so like, that looks so like she could pass for a white person. So I did Google it. And I don't know if anybody wants me to put that in the group chat, but it gave me a, a better yeah, understanding of put it in the group chat. Okay, I will. But I um, think gave- that that kind of brings it back to we were talking about how she really didn't want any other black people inside of the neighborhood because she knew that her own would recognize her regardless of how fair skinned she she was because of the security mm-hmm. guard incident. Like I see, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna out you, but I see what's happening here. White yeah. people, I think, have formed an opinion on black people based off of fear and based off of this extreme ideology of what they think that they are y'all don't really know us yeah so so a light-skinned black person standing in your face you're not even picking up on it because you assume that all black people look like this okay you know what i'm saying okay and again zendaya is like such a good example of like a white passing black person because her dad is like dark skin ass (laughs) oh nigga like yeah she's (laughs) you can barely you know tell that she's um half black so yeah. i don't know like genetics are crazy they yes, really they can, are. you can could you imagine stella sweating bullets not knowing how <laughs> how kennedy would be born she was so nervous oh, oh my so god <laughs> her baby coming out yellow or something yeah. it was like tight coils in her hair and like, you, that heard, you heard she said per, she preferred him thinking that she had you know an affair versus him finding out that she was actually black now that's that, Stella is twisted bro <laughs> <laughs> how do you, how do you, I don't think he would trip that hard I honestly don't think so that's what we, we don't too. think so either we we he said that that he would trip because she lied he wouldn't trip mm-hmm. And I think his, his mama would flip out, but her, her, him personally, no. Ooh, but he's yeah. such a good guy because let's say hypothetically, no, let's let's assume he genuinely didn't know she was black and just thought that she was from this this small hick town, which is definitely not the caliber of women he is used to dating. He said like those women bored him, but he was very accepting to level her up and like accept her into his life and marry mm-hmm. her. So he's such a good guy. Yeah. and even when you found out about her sneaking across the street like it was more it, about the lie yeah girl why you lying Jasmine is at work so um she can't go on audio but she just texts the group chat she says um I, I just want to read what her contribution was um i i love her which is jude and reese's love story i certainly feel like reese's discomfort within himself projects on to jude and their relationship i agree with that um Mm -hmm. at this point i think her husband would be betrayed at the lie okay so she agreed with that Mm -hmm. um stella husband loves her despite knowing he didn't know much about her that's such a heavy lie to hold for real and stella has balls stella has the biggest cojones out of <laughs> like step step into this white world and have the audacity to act like she is white right yeah i'm surprised like oh i can't believe she held that shit up for so long Bro. Mm-hmm. she and- wanted it bad i guess 
<laughs> and then, you know, she's she's stayed in this role for so long. Like like V said, she really thinks that she's white now. Like, mm-hmm. you can't do the crossover of personalities anymore. Yeah. And what do you guys think about her and Loretta and how she saw her sister and Loretta? And that's probably another reason she gravitated towards her. Because she misses her sister, low-key. I can appreciate but- that. Because I was yeah. looking for a moment of like, does Stella think and miss Desiree the way that Desiree does her? And she yeah. didn't. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't correct her daughter though with that whole nigger comment. Like, I definitely would have corrected her even though you're trying to pretend, you know, there are white people that at, during that time that, um, you know, weren't like that. They just, kind of like Blake, kind of yeah. like, I feel like if he was in a different environment, he would be more you know, not like so much the other people. Yeah. I was surprised too that she didn't tell her like, oh, they've never called people niggers. It's the, that's to a bad word. Faces. <laughs> yeah, that's to faces. their faces. <laughs> we do that at home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also surprised at the time, like it's 1982, it's 196. I mean, I guess because we weren't born in that era. I just can't imagine it still. I know that was segregation and it's just it's just hard for me to imagine. Like yeah. I feel like that's late in the mm. century for that all to still be going on. But yeah. it is the day. <laughs> like it's, it's still, still it's still yeah. going on. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. But I don't know. It just that was hard for me to get over too. Like I think that my uh, my acceptance of timelines is not real because like 1960 is still 40 years ago to me. 1970 is still 30 years ago to me. Yeah, how I was (laughs) growing up. But regardless of which, my father was born in 68. I still have my grandparents here, so they were alive and walking around during all all of this. So Mm -hmm. it was not that long ago, regardless. Right. my mom, she was born in 1955, <laughs> but um, <laughs> she was born in um, a different country. She wasn't born in America. So she was born in Jamaica and raised in England. So in oh, wow. the United Kingdom, they weren't going through all that. She said she didn't experience any of this until she came to America. So, <laughs> oh, like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is. <laughs> Yeah. And then imagine the culture shock because I feel like you know black people are discriminated everywhere, but America really had like the evil, overt, um, mm-hmm. violent racism. So imagine coming to America as a successful black foreigner and being treated with a certain level of respect. You go too too far down south, and they're like, "No, here we don't give a fuck about none of that." That's <laughs> what happened to my mom. Yeah, my mom. She was a lawyer in her country. She came here and she had to start all over. And she was smarter than a lot of the white women that she worked with. But they still like mm-hmm. put her down in that totem pole. Like, no, bitch, you're black. You're gonna stay at this level. You're gonna be our little receptionist when we don't care. But they would come to her like on the low and get advice and stuff like that. But they would never give her credit. How is it that I'm training all of these heifers and y'all aren't paying me for my y'all don't know nothing? You're coming to me. And that, that that happens now. Mm-hmm. That's wow. It's so wild. Uh, how amazing is it that the book is set like 
decades ago, but it makes sense for our lives today. That's what you call writing. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I can understand everybody going through. Right. I feel all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Except for Stella. Stella, I have no understanding. But everybody else, I feel you. Yes. I mean, I feel still a little bit. You just want the good life. You know, you're tired of that bullshit. People treat you like <laughs> how she was describing going out to eat to that side window and stuff yeah. like that. Just humiliating things. And I mean, if you could do one thing just to change all that. Yeah. Oh, she did that one thing and she did it big. <laughs> do it big then. That's what she did for sure. Imagine like that opportunity being offered to you. Like, oh, here's a chance to be white. Here, do you want to take it? Like a, a solid offer to be white. And like, <laughs> hurt. <laughs> to say no, like, oh, I can relate. Yeah. Well, my Zoom hated, obviously. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about? Are we discussing a future book? Yes. yes. She, um, she recommended Thick by Tressie McMillan. It's a book of, about being... Uh, a woman, a black woman, writing about uh, black womanhood, body image, and uh, a southern black woman academic. Let's so, do it. Yeah, I know. I, I haven't read a book of essays in a while, so I'm I'm down for that. Let's do it. Okay, next book. It has been decided. Well, I don't know. Oh, wow. Should we do a vote? Oh, we can. Yeah, <laughs> I vote. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it's like this one though. It's not like, you know, it's like a it's not like a storyline or, or fiction. My bad. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's like chicken noodle soup for the thick woman soul? Yeah. <laughs> it's a collection of essays. And she's a, a sociologist and a professor. Ooh. And so it's a, explores a range of topics, including black womanhood, body image, and stuff like that. So I think we would learn a lot from it more than like find mm-hmm. enjoyment line or something like that so mm-hmm. i heard it's good well I'm i think we should i'm down cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. did, did everybody um share any thoughts for the chapters uh was it six through nine i think we covered a lot yeah we did i think um six through nine might have been my favorite uh even the rest of the book but like I think six through nine because um we got to get Stella's perspective and we also mm-hmm. learned Reese and stuff like that they those might have been my like favorite chapters to read yeah blaze right through them like really quickly because yeah so much was happening I was like yeah, finally Stella we get to hear what she what the fuck <laughs> like, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah and I loved her relationship with Loretta yeah me too what what are your thoughts on the gossiping woman inside of her little social circle kath i believe is her name kath joe hansen Mm -hmm. i don't like this woman and um (laughs) like at all because like 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 didn't she didn't she like eavesdrop and see um stella talking to lolo and like smoke smoking the cigarette and it like infuriated her <laughs> yeah like called her out threw her under the bus and everything i was like damn bitch like <laughs> mind your business <laughs> right so she's a messy person and messy. i don't know every like uh, group- was it her husband and somebody else's husband i'm gonna say it they probably 
Right, that too. They they were at that Christmas party that Bella uh, had. I was these messes. Oh Lord, they they like the tea. They like the drama. So I was yes. like, I was yeah, they do. And then they said, um, like like half was always so infatuated with Stella and like orbited around her. So isn't that funny how like in infatuation and hate are really closely right you hate me but you're infatuated but you love me for real right she knew she was different she knew stella was like something about her is different it's the black woman (laughs) they all fall for it girl she didn't even know That is hilarious. It's so true to life. It's so true. Mm-hmm. Like this Even is why girl. Trend... Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. This is why girl my job. Oh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, I look up to me and stuff, but like, oh, I don't know. I just be like, girl. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can take you on because I don't know. <laughs> a deep distrust of white folks so it's hard for me to i have white friends like there's a few that have like been down with me for years but it took years for me to even you know (laughs) like fully Mm -hmm. trust so i don't know i'll be keeping them at arm's length because you never know like their secret motives so being that we are about to take this tangent because you just that was a great segue um when it seemed like all of the um assassinations and the lynchings with like Ahmaud Arbery and George Floyd and like it, it was like things were happening back to back to back I was speaking to some other friends of mine who have white friends and they were saying how they were they were all of a sudden getting these like text messages like apologizing oh. or like trying to have these these conversations like I'm sorry if I ever offended you or I just want you to know I am down with with the get down have yeah. is that something you experienced with the few white friends you did have <laughs> or do yeah. that? girl yes so many like white apologies so much like one one of my oh, white really? 50 dollars what <laughs> i'll take it but what the fuck <laughs> wow it's like you work so hard and I just really felt like I uh needed to do my do my part to blah 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 and I was like what it was like I didn't ask for money at all like it was nothing she just wow. out of nowhere like, I, I would take I, it I would slightly be offended no high key like what is this 50 dollars gonna do for the hundreds of years that you have the little right. people the fuck is this 50 dollars gonna do get and out of the still at the time I was living in the house with like uh, three white roommates and like Ahmaud Arbery had just like got killed and I think George Floyd too it was like during the middle of the pandemic like yeah and we were all living together I had three white roommates and all three of them hoes was like anything you can if you um if there's, if there's anything you need like let me know I know we're all like jobless right now blah 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 but they were like super accommodating like and I I didn't really like fuck with them like that. I would stay in my room like it was like kind of I kept myself at a distance so when bullshit was happening like I got even more withdrawn into myself and like in my room just like not fucking with these white people but they could like they could tell I can tell that they knew that I was like not really mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It would are be, you like I, appreciative of them like trying oh to be apologetic or are you like bitch you knew yes. what was going on this yes. whole time you just now saying something and I was, we had we had a couple of the, a couple of discussions i remember one day we had uh i had gave them the time of day that day where <laughs> I, we were outside uh painting on a uh in the backyard or whatever and um we had a couple of discussions and i was like super honest with them i was like this ain't mm-hmm. my fight y'all this is on y'all. Y'all gotta do what y'all gotta do. Like, I'm fine. Like, I am the victim here. I'm not, I'm not me personally. <laughs> yeah. Black people. You know, together, I was like, yeah. y'all the ones that need to change. Y'all need to be, I was like real honest with them. And they were like, and they were really receptive. And I was like, and I appreciate you guys reaching out to me. I like told them, like, keep up the good work. And still to this day, like, all three of my roommates are very, like, they all have Black Lives Matter in their bio. Like, I appreciate it. It would make me feel like though, like with the person giving me fifty dollars. What what the fuck, fuck shit have you done in the past <laughs> as to why all of a sudden like it would make me so paranoid? Like you probably like throwing a brick through somebody's window or something like that. Like, mm, but okay. Yeah. I was judgmental, but not to her face. Only in like in my mind, but like. <laughs> <laughs> interesting to see like white people do what they thought would actually make us feel better like changing an uncle ben's logo or taking away right. the logo like okay like the mm, mm, mm. i almost bought like a whole bunch of aunt jemima because i thought like maybe this will go big on like amazon or something but i was like <laughs> I was like, uh, you, you probably should have just hold tight for like 20 years and see what the water feel like. You know what I mean? Like, y'all, y'all want pats on the back for things y'all should be doing? Or, mm-hmm. yes, y'all should have been doing this. Like, I'm not going to pat you on the back for doing the right thing. <laughs> no, right. like, right. Fuck, like, this is so new. So, that shit's crazy. Yeah. All right. So, um, Great discussion per usual. Um, this book is amazing. I almost feel like we could have finished the book in two weeks, but I'll know next time that we can <laughs> right because it's that good. So um, next set of chapters we're doing 10 through 12, just two. Um, and then next week, 1230 or one o'clock CP time, but we'll discuss <laughs> right. it on that day. <laughs> we'll discuss it on that day. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. Hope you have a good Saturday. Bye. 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 Bye.